And there came a day, a day unlike... Wait, no, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks and... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsior, oh, damn it. Welcome to episode 171 of Panelology. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. I think we're going to go for a nice mellow NPR Oh, are we doing bedroom voices? Let's do bedroom voices. Wait, mine went sexual, sorry. What? Nothing. Panelology.com. Panelogypodcast.com. Slash Dom. Which is is only subtly different from Panelology After Dark. (laughs) If we keep making jokes about the dot com slash dominate, eventually I'm going to have to (laughs) put something there. Nobody wants that. Yes, but it, it's just a reprint of the old DC Dominator uh, invasion. <laughs> Dominator? I hardly know of. There we go. We're done. Yay! I'm Jenna. Got out of the way early. I like it. I'm Alex. <laughs> Move along. And I'm Brian. How is everyone this week? Tired. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mostly that. Okay. Cool. Mostly, mostly that. So mostly on to comics. Tired. Let's do the comics. Cool. Oh, I thought we were going to talk about kayaking. That's fine. I mean, you can talk about kayaking. Well, I, I sure can. can. <laughs> I love it. Turns out I love it. Turns out me, this person who doesn't do things outside, loves kayaking. Huh? Mm-hmm. Is indoor kayaking a thing? Probably. <laughs> you know what? You're kayaking. probably right. There's probably like yeah. a, a flowing water thing that yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody somewhere somebody has a lazy river. That, yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Giant, oh, I bet Wolf Lodge, Wolf Creek Lodge has something like that. I bet you. Yeah. They have everything. The Actually, the North Carolina Whitewater Recreation Center, or whatever the hell it's called. Mm. Yeah. Like, they specifically do that kind of thing. It's like a water park that's like a... Is that the new stuff that they build at NOC? Uh, maybe. Like, I know it was there as of like three or four years ago. Huh. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, Congratulations, you can do we found it the most off-brand conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Extreme panelology. <laughs> Wet sports. <laughs> Wet sports. Somehow that's back on brand. <laughs> <laughs> there was definitely a comic this week that asked, why is this mace so small? <laughs> Seriously? Yes. God damn it. What did I miss? Hold on. Uh, Red Sonia. Oh, okay. It was in Red Sonia. Nice. Mark Russell, writing about small maces. Nice. Lord of Why Fox. even make them if they're going to be this small? Nice. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wreck them. Oh, my. <laughs> Angel number three. Yeah. This book is so good. I yeah. do. I do like it. And we get we get one of our favorite characters. Yes. Yeah. So she showed up in the last issue. Uh-huh. Um, this, this issue, we kind of figure out what role she's going to play in this new... Which is super cool. New Buffyverse. I really like it. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Fred's going to be a magic user? Fuck y'all. Fuck yes. Fuck y'all. I have absolutely no context or concept beyond Angel of which characters in Angel are new and which characters in Angel are returning from the TV show. Lilith is new. 
Yeah. That's about well, it. I mean, well, this version of this, Lilith this is This Lilith new. is yeah. new. Yes. Yeah. They're all new to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, Fred is the best character, period. Fred is awesome. Yeah. yeah. And and the cause of me openly weeping at Dragon Con when I saw a really cool cosplay. <sighs> that was the best. <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I was totally fine getting beat by that character in that cosplay. Because <laughs> 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 she looked amazing. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. So what you're saying is this portrayal is right said fred i'm trying to decide what kind of joke you're making there but right. if it's a drop dead fred joke ow and also damn dude nice actually right said, right said fred, fred was uh uh catwalk i'm too sexy for my shirt too sexy for my shirt I think my brain which blocked is, that which, out completely. Which is kind of on brand for Angel, so that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Oh, he's fighting? Oh, look, the shirt's torn up. It's like, yeah. any chance I can, I will make a right said Fred or fine young cannibals reference. Yeah. The latter presents itself more often, and I'm not sure what that says about me. Although Angel without his clothes in this issue was not a good sight. No, it was real gross. It was real gross. Hey, who's the woman he can't stop thinking of? Is it Darla? I don't, I don't I, know that, that it is. If if he is Darla's creator instead of Darla being his, I don't want that. Yeah, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Yeah. I think it's somebody else. I think that's going to be a new character. I, I hope it's somebody else. Because yeah. I really love Darla and her entire storyline and arc. We'll see. I, I do like this guy. Yeah. It, like a, we've said this several times, but it's got enough of the flavor of the TV show, mm-hmm. but it's still new and different. Yes. Yeah. Ones and zeros. Zeros and ones. Mm-hmm. Yes. I liked the one and zero, the ones and zeros summoning yes. circle. Yeah, that was it very was so good. good. Yeah. It's so Fred, too. Yes, indeed. I love Fred. The Batman Who Laughs number seven. He Who Laughs number seventh laughs best. Laughs last? I don't even know how you did an FTH sound. Because it's... Laughs. Because it's the last one. Very carefully. <laughs> yeah. Channeling my inner Daffy Duck. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I mean, this is Batman wrapping up. and Imagine that Batman. Huh. <laughs> hey. Spoilers. Well, he doesn't completely. Does he ever really completely win, though? Very rarely. Arguably never. Arguably only in Dark Knight Rises. So now we know why he's always grumpy. It's because he never wins to completion. <laughs> he's always just edging thought, his way toward winning. And we thought Selena could help him <laughs> with that, but then, you know... <laughs> Couldn't finish that either. <laughs> His dad had to go and ruin it. Because, <laughs> I mean, honestly. Wow. <laughs> so much. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was really proud of that one. <clears throat> yeah. Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> I did like, I, I, the thing that I did think was interesting that they kind of turned this into at the end here was a discussion about how the Batman Who Laughs tells him and kind of through his logic explains to him why he's the worst Batman in all the multiverses. Mm-hmm. Right? And Batman agrees with him oh. in the context and perspective that the Joker Who Laughs is looking at it. But he's like, and then I realized that's not what I'm supposed to be or whatever here. That's not how I see it. Or if you look at it this way, then no. Because it's not (laughs) about who I am. It's about who I'm trying to be or who I'm going to be or who I'm supposed to be. Imagine that. It's about perspective. It's about journey. <laughs> right, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, he doesn't totally flush out the Batman who laughs. No. 
<laughs> you know that the red letters spell out messages, right? Really? Through this I, entire I did, series, the red letters in Batman's dialogue. Did, and in the reverse, when he gets more red, the white letters spell out messages, too. I do want one thing, and that is that um, this be the last time they ever use red letters on black Batman. Yeah. Because it's or, fucking impossible even worse, to read. Red on charcoal gray. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. What the fuck? Yeah, just please don't, like uh, pick something else, because that is just impossible. It reads fine in digital. No, it, it reads doesn't. better in digital. Better it reads in print. It is print, a nightmare. It's, it's awful. Like I literally have to get a, like a magnifying glass and read the damn thing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> there's just not enough. <laughs> Brian has no. fifty feet. I mean, shut up. <laughs> But in Brian's in Brian's decrepit get off defense, my lawn. <laughs> uh, I, a person with very good eyesight, also struggle to read those yeah. letters yeah. because there's so little contrast. Yeah, no, I do yeah. too, and I like see colors very, very well. Yeah, same, like, very well. Um, so fallout from this yeah. beyond what we know about Batman, Superman, and some infected superheroes coming up, we mm-hmm. see the first person infected. Oh no! Mm-hmm. So spoilers. One Commissioner James Gordon. Oh no, Jimmy. Yep. Jim just can't catch a break. Jimmy got those Batman Who Laughs eyes. It's just weird. <laughs> call him Jimmy. He goes for his best uh, David Caruso, and That's you right. see the eyes. <laughs> also, Batman is not completely free of the influence of the Joker Who Laughs. Oh, snap. Right. And you see him like melting down all the dark metal, and Alfred's like, oh, good. Very, yes, ma- very good, Master Bruce. Yes, we should get rid of all of this. And glad this it's all gone from Gotham. One shot where like he's embedded a visor in his cowl like the because that's what the batman who laughs visors it's made of that metal it shows him right different mm-hmm. realities he's he's embedded that in his cowl he can Fuck. switch on batman who laughs for you come on bruce damn hey it's gonna be useful when they gotta go hunting jokerized superheroes <laughs> thought you were gonna say wabbits Oh, that big wabbits. I mean, I'm sure at some point we will see a Jokerized Captain Carrot. Oh, he will shit. have to go hunting wabbits. Oh, shit. I already need it. The Carrot who laughs. <laughs> But he has to be voiced by the guy from Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't yeah. think that's going to happen. Anything else on Batman Who Laughs, Brian? Um, no, this was a this was an enjoyable. Like I said, uh, this, this there's no doubt this character is going to be a major villain in DC for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Green Lantern Annual or the return of the best and most important alien race in the entire multiverse <laughs> and a uh, superhero we haven't seen in a long time, as far as I know. Maybe some of us never have. Oh, hey, how about that? <laughs> I'm of course talking about the quiz k-w-y-z-z yes the uh uh radio wave species originally represented by wally west's um, imaginary friend they prefer Crackle. electromagnetic spectrum species now are they the source of my migraines I very possibly very possibly yes get out of my yeah. brain goddamn quiz and we get to see hal's nephew uh reprise his role as airwave oh shit yeah nice which is you know unfortunate seeing how this is a race who <laughs> lives in and oh, controls. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, for most yeah. of the position, well Hal's like, him, huh? look, you probably need to stay out of this one. He's like, no, no, I got this. This must be what my useless this, powers are for. Like, this is right in my wheelhouse. These are what my powers deal with. Let me be a superhero. Giving radiotherapy treatments to cancer patients is so sad. No. <laughs> yeah, <he doesn't> <laughs> That's not an Alex joke. That's a Grant Morrison thing. <laughs> And he goes, and he's like, oh, they took down how? Well, let me do this. Two minutes later, hi, I'm possessed by this thing now. <laughs> Oops. 
It's almost like it's almost like people can see that coming. Oh wait, yeah, Hal says it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey Hal, I think you were right this time. And then, and Said then, one person ever. And then they, assuming... they use that to basically possess like all the adults in the whole world, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> uh, well, all of them that use social media. Uh, and um, how how does Hal get his family to uh, defeat them? By making them squabble with each other <laughs> by starting petty fights that he knows they can't resist. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> family dysfunction. Oh my god. Family dysfunction defeats would, the evils. Oh, I would win so fast. <laughs> Oh my god, I'd win so far. I wouldn't even have to say anything. I'd just get them all in the same room. That's essentially what he does. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Oh, yes. how I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. This was fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, all I needed were, were the quiz to show up, and I was going to be happy, though. We get to see the quiz Green Lantern. Yes. That's awesome. He looks like Sonic the Hedgehog in a Green Lantern costume. Terrifying. Okay. Am I wrong, no, Brian? No, it's pretty cool. It's actually it's actually all right. It's not bad. I like it. it. See, does he not look like he needs some chili cheese fries? Yeah. Or chili cheese dog? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. chili cheese dog, yeah. Yeah. Justice League Dark Annual. Or as we call it, the return, or the return of the green. <laughs> Yes. And the introduction of the King of Flowers. Yeah. King of Petals. Yeah. King of Petals? Yeah. King is that of what petals. he is? For, for, oh. He's the new champion of the Parliament of Flowers. Oh, right. Yes. Got, it. Got, it. Got, it. Got it. Got it. Which is, this is where I get into a question of, I thought we had been led to believe or told at some point that Poison Ivy was going to be the new Guardian of the Green for the Parliament There were rumors. Okay. Maybe there was speculation that the out of killing her in Heroes in Crisis mm-hmm. would be that the Parliament of Flowers revives her because of her connection to the Green okay. and names her their new avatar. Gotcha. Clearly that speculation was wrong. Or at changed. least yeah. <laughs> for now. Yeah. Because yes. this is clearly... Well, um, yeah, because this doesn't end on what's going to probably be the, a permanent thing right for this the is green. definitely yeah. setting up yeah, yeah, another yeah. storyline and, and maybe that's why they choose yeah in the future yeah maybe so because we also know that in the uh harley and ivy miniseries coming up they are dealing with the floronic man uh, okay <laughs> that actually makes a yeah. lot of sense then yeah so i think pieces are probably still in motion yeah but the new the king of petals is a research scientist who has recently lost his son to cancer and he and his wife struggle with the quiet and like she leaves him and he continues doing research and there is a fire and he wakes up and he is he he is plants he is plants he, got it, it. he, he is plant he's specifically he is flower plants yes <laughs> and does alex just pop in and be like yo dog i know where you at actually that is exactly <laughs> what happens been like, there, my dude. Hey, been there, need you to understand you are super dead and your thoughts are in these plants. Yeah. And this guy's research is actually into like collective consciousness across interconnected bodies of plant life. Oh, that's cool. So like how inside of a single like genetic line of a flower, mm-hmm. there is a, an epigenetic memory that will pass certain non, non like genetic memories through, through genes. Yeah. Is it like how Burns know how to close their yes. their yes. leaves if they're exactly dropping right. if they're falling yeah yep. that's cool and his research is into the idea if you have an interconnected network of these if this flower has this epigenetic memory will it pass to that flower that's not directly in its line that's cool mm-hmm. um, there is some like solid science by this I love Ram V I, is this you read the Catwoman did you read the 
Catwoman he did a couple of issues of. Uh, the Heist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then he also does uh, The Savage Shores, mm-hmm. which yeah. is so good. Yeah, um, this was a really good book. And it's it, it also talks about, it's got Constantine talking to Swamp Thing about how, yeah, I know you're not the Guardian of the Green anymore, but do you want whoever is next to go through what you did by themselves? Yeah. 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 And Swampy shows up and he's like, hey, I need you to accept this about yourself. And the guy's like, no, actually, I'm going to go find my ex-wife and remake my children out of flowers. <laughs> oh, it's not going to work out for you, give her my some dude. happiness that way. Yeah. And that does not go well. That of course does not. not go well. Then the Floronic man shows up. He's like, hey, so let me coach you. You can do... And he's the one who encourages this. Like, yeah, just fix the problems. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, mm. Eventually, Swampy finds out that maybe this dude had committed suicide and not died in a fire and proves this to the guy. Yeah. At which point he decides to take a nap and the Floronic man eats him and absorbs his power. And now the Floronic man is the... Or if, if he's not the avatar of the green, he's got the powers of the avatar. Yeah, he definitely green. has the, the all of the connection and power of the Guardian of the Green. Again. Yeah. Again. Because right. yeah. he was. Uh, right. Right. Yeah. Nerds. Yeah. And then uh, someone shows up at the very end. Yeah. Cersei shows up, recruits him to a team. She's like, no, you're not quite a god yet, but I know how you can become one. Oh, shit. Building an injustice. And did you dark. see what she was wearing on her head? The the glyph from Hecate. Hecate. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. And she looks very different in this than she did in yeah. the previous Justice League Dark ones. I'm sure yeah. this is the result of Luther's offer. Yeah. 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 yeah it seems very much like a villain's year. The villain. Yeah. 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 But yeah, this is going to be super, super good. Yeah. I really, I really like Swamp Thing in this one. It is, it is one of my favorite Swamp Thing stories I've read in a long yeah. time. Yeah. And it was really good timing, like this coming out the same week as the anatomy anatomy lesson episode of Swamp Thing. Uh-huh. That's funny. Paper Girls, number 30. <laughs> number the end. Uh, this is kind of... Uh, this Time is a flat circle. Yeah, and it's a, it's a little bittersweet, right? Yeah. yeah. A little bit. I mean, just but it, it, it's a little sad because it's ending. It's, that's all. It's ending, and I mean, like, they've kind of... Spoilers? Like, there's no way to talk about this without yeah, talking no, about spoilers? No, no, right. Skip. They've, they've been reset back to the night that everything started, mm-hmm. and they don't remember everything. And it's very much like the tension of this is, will they stay friends? Like, that's what this whole issue Aww. is. It's like, will they still be friends? But they very much have, like, flashes of kind of remembering each other. I mean, it's called, like, a dream. Yeah. Which is in keeping thematically with all the dream imagery and everything that gets explained about yeah. that throughout the And series. I don't get if it's resetting them to, like, the day of, or is it, like, the next day? It's the same morning. Okay. Like, and, okay. There are events in this book that are the oh, things that happened. Oh, right. that's right, that's right, that's right. Yes, 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 you're yeah. right, you're right, you're right. So, like, it's, it's recreating the events of number one, but also there are changes and yeah. there are things that go differently and you kind of see like what would have happened if if nothing had gone sideways right? or as sideways. yeah cool yeah. I like I like the uh, I like the the big zoom out the big pull out yeah and then wait <laughs> and it goes back in yeah. adorbs the only thing that I saw of this book because I've been avoiding like everything talking about it was Sorry. no it's <laughs> I mean honestly did I think you guys weren't going to talk about it uh, was I forget who shared it on social media it was like all of them in the background at the dance or whatever i don't know uh-huh. what happens but it's, in the background it was all the creators oh okay cool in the background was like all the creators yeah everybody's worked on the book it's good yeah it's cute it's really cool i think it was matt wilson i think he did it he's yeah. like hey did you guys check me out in paper <laughs> that's funny and i will say spoilers as we may be giving like we're actually keeping them pretty light for what we could yeah doing. oh i know this book i know you are <laughs> yeah there are some moving 
parts. Anything else, Brian, before we move on? I don't think so. I got one question. It was was super good. Did you understand everything? I want to reread it. Okay. I want to reread it, like, all the way through without delays. Yeah. But I have a general understanding of, yes, what'll happen. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it it was a little hard to put it all together, separated by month, you know, a month at a time. When I said Mm -hmm. delays, it was never really delayed. There were gaps between arcs. Right, yeah. Um, I feel like I understand, like, the broad strokes of it but some of the individual like here's this callback like i know right. it. i i know right. that there are right. callbacks right. i didn't catch yep super good though. can't wait to read all the way through it it's yeah. beautiful. so exciting avengers number 22 i thought this issue was a lot of fun um this is very much a robbie reyes giving his brother a ride in the car when the car goes nuts and starts doing uh wet sports <laughs> starts doing hell charger stuff yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, starts doing its own like LARP of oh, what's the show with the guys in the redneck car, the General Lee? Oh, uh, Dukes of Hazard. Dukes of Hazard. It's got a Confederate flag on the top. I know, it's a redneck I knew it. car. Yes, and yes, <laughs> they're from. Yes, okay. Um, doing yes. This is the car takes over, starts doing its own Dukes of Hazard stunts. Nice. And Robbie's like, <laughs> no, fuck this. This nearly killed my brother. We are having an exorcism on my car. <laughs> yeah. Well, specifically an exorcism of Ghost Rider from him. That's what he'd really like. Yeah, but it's more about the car. Yeah, it's mostly about the car. Yeah. Um, we have Blade. We have Damon <laughs> Hellstrom, who at one point's like, anyone who hasn't been touched by the devil, get out. And everyone's keeps standing there and he goes, I mean you, Steve, leave. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, oh God. Yeah, he says, anyone who's not already been touched, get out. And Carol's, Carol's like, I'm not going anywhere. Where he's like, I'm not talking about you, Cree, Cree human, half alien, hybrid scum, <laughs> or whatever. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. It's like, damn. The hell? Yeah. But I am very much looking forward to this weird, like, race of the Ghost Riders arc that's coming out of this. Because the end of this is like a challenge between Johnny Blaze, who is king of hell right now, mm-hmm. and uh, Robbie. Oh, awesome. yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is leading into an is it a new, whole new is it a new ongoing series or a new? There is a Ghost Rider ongoing that is yeah. coming up. That yeah, we will talk. About. And I think that's building up to this. It's gotta be. Yeah. Or this is building up to that, rather. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what I meant. (laughs) That's not how time works, Brian. The other way around. I mean, it could be how time works. It's true. I do just like because I, I didn't perceive it that way. Doesn't I, mean I it's do not like Dame, Damon Hellstrom. First of all, he looks awesome in this the way they drew him. Mm-hmm. And second, um, so he's like he's like doing this. He's like, all right, we're gonna do this exorcism. Let us pray, Avengers. <laughs> and he's like got all these floating candles. And, yeah, it's like, oh shit. Nice. Yeah. Death's head number one. Yeah. Yeah. Or why you should treat your amplifier as your friend. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe don't build sound equipment out of space mercenary robots. Yeah, like who saw that on the street and said, "Oh fuck, I'm gonna build an amp out of this dude." We are theater nerds. We cannot throw stones on this. We don't live in a world where actual fucking robots are a thing. If are I saw a, a robot thing? in yeah. the trash, I wouldn't be like, "Maybe it was a real robot maybe, that was maybe alive." Maybe this had a consciousness. Point. Yeah. 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 That's fair. And that's why our future overlord robots will favor me. <laughs> no, I, I think that means they'll favor me because I wouldn't build fucking amps out of them. Okay, fair. Yeah, I mean, it did other, look cool. Well, and, yeah. yeah. Then we have we have Wiccan and Hulkling, and I would I would say that Wiccan should um, maybe question his life choices, but I think that's the whole problem <laughs> is that he questions his life choices a little too much. Maybe, yeah, 
Yeah, like, dude, stop space and time Googling yourself. <laughs> yes, yeah, because yeah. you think Googling yourself is bad. Space time Googling yourself? No, Looking no, no, up no. every possible way your life could have gone to figure out how to get to the one you want. Oh, a, a, not healthy. B, not how string theory works, my dude. <laughs> yeah. No. By definition, if you see it somewhere else and observe it in a different time, and it won't You've already happen changed in this one. it. Yeah. Yes. Let me introduce you to quantum physics, my mystic buddy. Also, why you got this guy under your bed? I mean, <laughs> well, is that not a normal okay. thing? I just thought it wasn't a normal thing for other people. You're telling me you don't have robots under your bed? No. Wait, 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 wait. Did we forget Jin is a robot? She's not supposed to know that. What? Does not compute. Doesn't look like much of anything to Jen. Nope. Because <laughs> she's specifically a Westworld robot. Right, no, I understand. True. I am a yes. host. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> Long for marketing for season three of Westworld. <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> not unless it's like season one again. Am I like the only person who liked season two? Uh, yes. All right. Yes, yes you are. No, right. no, there were three other people. <laughs> All right. Yeah, one of those is Mike. I liked what I watched of it. It was fine. Yeah, I'm just I'm giving it a hard time. I fell off because moving and stuff. There were episodes where I was like, oh boy, I don't know how I'm getting through this. But then when I did, I was fine. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That said, good, yeah. good book. Good, good yeah, book. This was Very fun, fun book. If yes. If Teeny Howard yeah. writes a book with death or anything related to death in it, you should be reading it. It's true. Yeah. We're just like guns and robots. Well, the real question is Hulkling going, why do you have a strange man in our bed? <laughs> yeah. So They're gun- so cute. They're so cute, you guys. <laughs> right. They're they so really cute. It's like, I wouldn't say relationship goals because you know why do you have this man in our bed but they're so cute they are cute. yeah agreed guns and robots sounds like some sort of <laughs> cyberpunk parody of guns and roses i know i need it it's like the spinoff series from love death robots no no i, I need <laughs> a cover band who makes it cyberpunk yeah. Fantastic Four number 12 Or how the fuck am I the only one who read this one I just didn't get to it yeah. I just didn't get to it So the Because the, the... that's how time works <laughs> <laughs> That's how I perceive time that's right. Priorities man Priorities yeah, I'll pay... read it today And paycheck Tomorrow. is at the top of Just about the top of the list Yeah. Well, turns <laughs> out <laughs> Brian's not wrong I feel like it's an underrated movie and Aaron Eckhart's very good. No, in it. No, 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 no. But I really would I really wouldn't <laughs> wow. Is it really underrated? Really? <laughs> I really wouldn't put watching Paycheck over reading Future Fa- or Fantastic Four. <laughs> oh, if only I could just watch the Paycheck. That would be so much better. Anyway. So the I... deepest cut all of made this episode? No. Maybe. Which is deeper, that or right said Fred? Uh, that oh, paycheck yeah. is definitely deeper. Oh, I thought the I thought the reference to Jim being a robot was was pretty deep cut. I, saw, yeah. I, I was pretty a while deep, ago. Less deep cut and more masturbatory. <laughs> which I guess could be the same thing. <laughs> Ooh, not here to keep, I think you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Why even make a mace that small? <laughs> anyway. <sighs> It's a starter mace. So fa- <laughs> supposed to build up from there. That was actually my first thought. Was, well, you've got to work your way up to the yeah. big one. Yeah. It's a level one mace. <laughs> it's a training mace. Yeah, that's right. It's what you use in the tutorial. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a stretching mace. Oh! Poor Brian. Nope. You can tell who has zero experience here. No, I'm just kidding. Nope! <laughs> stretching Yes. Oh. Again, that's panelologypodcast.com slash dominate. Yikes. Yeah. Oh. I'm just saying, if somebody I, would pay I mean, me money to do it, I probably sense. would. I just, the, the, the actual naming of it, that that just, that was great. <laughs> if there were ever a time for extremesrestraints.com to choose to I know. advertise through us. Yeah. 
I'll give you anyway. all the good reviews. Speaking of uh, <laughs> elastic sex toys, it is Ben and Alicia's honeymoon. I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't read it, so I can't say they don't show you that part. But I'm willing to bet they don't show you that part. Well, the Hulk does show up. <laughs> my goodness. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Um, it has been an Alicia's honeymoon. It is also the the time of the year when Ben gets his his uh I thought it was twenty four hours. It sounds like it's two weeks now, so maybe maybe the scale of time is wrong in my head. But the thing like goes back to normal human Ben Grimm hmm. and they've timed their honeymoon to be that. And uh his not exactly monthlies. Yes. Yeah. His annuals. His annuals, there you go. Yeah. Um they can engage in annual sex. Oh my god, I would die. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway her father the puppet master or whatever he's called takes yeah. control of the hulk and sends him to fight the thing at their honeymoon and ben's got like two minutes until he transforms when the hulk shows up oh that's terrible yeah it's uh an excellent issue and then there's the backup which is our introduction yes nothing i was gonna be like was there a moment where puppet master said i timed your cycle perfectly no i don't think he knows that ben's so about to transform creepy. back okay then there's the backup which is our introduction to the future foundation and it is so fucking good julie power oh the dynamic between alex and julie is very good but just julie power is yeah. very good this is very much like Julie dealing with the fallout of Runaways. Okay. She has stopped going to class and has flunked out <gasps> and is about to have to like choose between getting some dead-end job to pay the bills and moving back in with their parents. And it's like her first time not just easily acing everything. Right. And she's like laying on her sofa and watching rom-coms and then getting mad at them so she's watching other stuff. And meanwhile, Alex is trying not to get a bunch of kids killed in space and they are cornered by these monsters that dislike light so they rig dragon man to teleport to the person who they don't know who it will take them to but the person who will help them solve whatever query alex poses dragon man and then return with that person who says i need who can help me survive this or get us out of here or whatever and it takes them dragon man takes alex to julie on her sofa <laughs> And they pull them back, and Julie somehow is able to get past these monsters that don't like light. Hmm. I wonder huh. how she would do that. Huh. Um, and the two of them make Bentley look dumb, which is always fun when he has to to, to eat his words. Um, it is so good and so fun, and I cannot wait for more of this. And good news number one comes out next week. Yeah. I wish you guys had read this, because this was so, so good. I will. It will be by I know you will. <laughs> end of the weekend. I know. If you are at home listening and you have not read this yet, please read this. Please read future foundation yeah what next oh also uh tong and the other the other various kids at one point give julie power a makeover <laughs> marvel team up number four kamala and carol together again what did you think jen uh it was adorable and wonderful and amazing and i will read anything that clint mcelroy writes turns out well, how about that? yeah, yeah. Mm. this was a lot of fun and opened with a bunch of paul blart mall cop jokes fun just a it was just like of shameless shameless McElroy plugs throughout the entire book <laughs> completely shameless the star blaster laser tag place yeah. yeah in the same sentence as something else hold on I think I took a picture uh, it starts off with this like security guard at damage control again okay damage control shows up again in this something yeah. is something, something is coming uh, damage control is going to take over the world that's going to be yeah. a big evil coming soon um, oh yeah it was a property brothers name oh, drop yeah. I was like come on yeah. come on Clint <laughs> that's funny um, I'm like it's this new 
new security guard on the phone with someone. She's like, did they give you a segue? Oh, come on. Enough with the Blart jokes. Well, I can't help it. Your name is Paul, and you did grow that mustache just to be more like him. <laughs> it was very like, cute. Merciless. I yeah. love wow. it. Yeah. So people are breaking into damage control warehouses and stealing broken Cree tech. Yeah. And they break into Warehouse 6, which is in Jersey, the so-called sixth borough, unless you're from Jersey, in which case there's no way you'd ever call it that. Mm-hmm. Nope. Uh, and the, would you like to guess what item gets stolen from there? Carol and Kamala are already working this together, but something that came up recently in a book we loved, it's stolen. Mm. Spoiler alert, it's gonna be sad when I say it. Yeah, yeah, because, hey, thanks, Clint McElroy, for making me cry. It's the spear that killed Carol's mother. <gasps> Damn! Yeah. Oh, and who shows up? Several people. Marvel. I was going for yeah. Marvel. Oh, Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, it's building up to this big fight, you think, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, hey, Carol, what the fuck? It's like Mar- Marvel. What? It's got to be a shapeshifter. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be right. I mean, it is. Comics, but they do so keep knows? calling him Captain the whole time, and he's like, "Don't call me Dad." We'll see. Maybe he got a promotion. I think, I think it was less a promotion. Uh, fair. Yeah. Powers of Ten. Hey, Jen, did this... you get to read House of X? <laughs> no, not yet. Okay, not yet. All right. No, which I probably should have. Maybe. Honestly. Because I was confused this entire time. I would only because because you don't know the status quo. You that's the the X X to the first yeah. thing is a bit probably confusing. Yeah. So I mean, I, it, it explained it okay. Here it gave it a few yeah. panels. Here's of... here's what I'll say. I think it is better to read the first one first, just to yeah. kind of have a little more context yep. for X to the first. But I don't feel like, on average, this book is less confusing for having read. I would agree with that. Yes. Uh, both this and House of X number one, I think it's fair to say, uh, are designed to leave you reading it, leave you asking questions after reading it, regardless of how up to date you are on X. Okay. So anybody else writing a book, uh, if I see a page of just like fucking blocks of words, <laughs> I will skip past it and go, I probably don't need anything there. Right. You cannot do that with Hickman. Nope. No. <laughs> no, it is. You it cannot. Is, it is you information. Must read you- it. Will need to know. Yes, Yes. it is. You have to go to school when he writes a book. Yeah, but it's so worth it. Yeah. Well, and this is really the first. Like he had some charts in his Avengers run that were mostly like helping you keep track of which characters were in a given issue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was really just a stylized recap page in Mm -hmm. a lot of ways. This is the first of his Marvel work that he's really gotten to go like whole hog on charts and graphs. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of Black Monday Murders. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I feel like. This one is lighter in those than House of X one oh, okay. was. Yes, huh. I would agree with that. Um, but yeah, you absolutely cannot skip those. No, in no but of them. but you will get a really fun genetics lesson in this one. Uh, At least it was fun for me. Yeah. So powers of ten. Mm-hmm. Yes, ten to the zero mm-hmm. is the first year of the X Men. Yep, ten to the first is the current day. The current on ten on years Krakoa. of yeah, mm-hmm. ten years of X Men. Uh-huh. Ten to the second is a hundred years or ninety years from the current book right, right. which is the uh, the the about the time in the time frame of when like the hounds were developed and and like that future yeah. you know mutant mutant versus human actual war yeah mm-hmm. in an alternate timeline correct so this is right. the prime right. timelines version of that correct race. right that's why i say in yeah. it, it like it's kind of a ra- 
got built around ish yeah. that. Yeah. And then ten to the third is our fourth timeline in this, and that is a thousand years of X Men, nine hundred ninety years after the current book. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I could not begin to explain I, yeah, parts of luck. that timeline. I don't even know what's going on. Yeah. Um. Do we want to go by timeline through this? I one? think that's you have to. Way. Like that's the only way I think you could even try to right. approach yeah. this. So ten to the zero. So it is Charles and also buckle up. We spent nearly twenty minutes on this last week. We're gonna probably spend a minute on this. Yeah. One too. It was Charles and Maureen McTaggart, and they meet at a like a festival affair, mm-hmm. and they start having a conversation. But it's like it's supposed to be like their first meeting, kind of. Or at least Charles kind of thinks it is. Yeah. And she comes and sits down and tell and like he's like, oh, have, are you having a good time? And she's like, yeah, kind of. Like I feel like I should be, but I'm kind of not. Yeah, because all of this is for show and to distract you from the shitty world around you. Yeah. You know, like everything that is entertainment. Right. And she's like, I went to this fortune teller and she gave me, you know, she showed me these, you know, these like, that, like she did a reading for me and it shows these cards and they're very clearly, like later in the book you can easily identify who they are. Yeah. yeah. Um. And, and she's like, but you seem incredibly happy. Are you enjoying it? And he's like, actually, you know what? I feel like I shouldn't, but I kind of am mm-hmm. because it's doing exactly that. It's distracting me and giving me a little burst of, you know, something different in my life. Yeah. Right? In the advertisements for Hickman's Rod, yeah. panels of this conversation yeah. were like just used as an ad page yep. with the caption, the most important conversation in X-Men history. In X-Men history, yes. Ooh. Uh-huh. And then he, something about like, she's, she says something and he's like, well, oh, she calls him by name. Yeah. That's what it is. She says, well, Charles, this, that, and the other day. And he's like, well, do we know each other? <laughs> she's like, yes, very well. <laughs> Read my mind. And he's like, oh, and that's like all you get of them. Yeah. It's like she has some kind of future knowledge or yes. whatever. Something. And I get the feeling each of in each of these books we're gonna go through these four yeah. timelines again. Like each of them is gonna progress in each book. I'm cool yeah. with it. Yeah. Um and that's that's really where the that's where the first first one ends. That's where, you know, X Zero ends. Yeah. Ten to the first. Yeah. Which is modern day. Yep. Mm-hmm. And this does pick up. This does from pick up, yeah. Where powers of or uh House, House of, of X, X ends. Cool. Because we see Mystique coming back from her mission with Toad. Yeah. yeah. So in House of X, there's a, a scene that's Mystique and Toad and Sabretooth doing a heist on damage control. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Um, yeah. Which that damage control conversation a minute ago will make more sense. After yeah, no, I, I listened oh, to oh. part of the episode. Okay. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I need to stop and read yeah, this. Yeah. And then I didn't read it. So. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is the other side of that. Yes. Right. And, uh, you know, uh, Mystique comes in and, she, and they're like, well, did you get it? And she's like, I did, but I'm going to need more for doing this. And Charles is like, helping your fellow mutant kind isn't enough? And she's like, no, no, I need more. And he's like, okay, you know what? That's fair because we need you to do more. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, why? Helping mutant kind isn't enough for you? I love how she turned it around. Yeah. That was yeah. beautiful. Well, but he was like, no. Yeah, right. And Obviously. I, yeah. Essentially, that's that's all we get from them. Yeah. Ten squared. Now, this is where things get really interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. And I'd, I'd argue that this is... The meat of? Probably the meat yeah. of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of the book. Yeah, because these three characters are introduced in the in the first little timeline. Right. The cards that I was talking yeah. about. Right. It's characters from this timeline. Right. So, uh, Rasputin, huh, Brian? Oh, my God. God. Yeah. Sup? Sup, Rasputin? Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk variants this week. What variants did you... Oh, you said you didn't go this week. I didn't go this week. If they still have it... Is there a Rasputin variant? There is a beautiful Rasputin I'm variant. I'm all over that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Yep. Yeah. Um, it is like the best of of, of Kitty and and Ileana. <laughs> so in the future, she's got a lot. She's got a lot more than Kitty and Ileana. She's she also does, got some but Peter. She got some Peter. She, she got a little Peter in her. Um, <laughs> that sounds strong. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it should even make and them some, this and, small. And some Laura Kenny. <laughs> And some lore, Kenny. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, like... in the future... Yes. There is a series of mutant breeding programs led by Mr. Sinister, and I'm sorry. Who thought that was a good who idea? Who fuck? Who? Who thought that was a good idea? Who like, the I... fuck willingly puts Mr. Sinister in charge of your I really experiments? get the impression that it wasn't a, yeah, this is a good idea. It was a... This is all we have left we have to no try. Yeah, we don't have any other thing that even might work. I still wouldn't now, try I, it. I still, I don't think I would. Because, so, in this future, the humans slash, so humans have basically advanced technology to a point that it's sentient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the human. There's machine, a human machine empire. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they are allied. They are basically kind of one and the same at this point. They're, yeah. And, a technocracy, if yes. you will. Mm-hmm. And Nimrod. Mm-hmm. Oh, Nimrod the Lesser. Nimrod the Lesser, which that was... Mm. Nimrod the Lesser um, is basically... They have set up the breeding programs for the hounds, which is kind of where I talk about, you know, where Rachel Summers originally came from and that whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the program has developed from being straight-up cloning right. to we're going to take pieces of... Once we can predict well, how things work. Not the hound program. The hound program was the human-machine okay. complex breeding mutants to hunt other mutants. Yes. Yeah. Right? But the program... That has evolved from right but the mr so basically what they said is okay we need to set up our you know we don't have a choice they let mr sinister set up his own breeding program to compete with that so to speak Mm -hmm. and it was called the sinister breeding program yeah (laughs) which that name the sinister line come on (laughs) like come on man you knew that was gonna turn bad on you Yeah. All right, go ahead out now. They take pieces of different mutants' genetic codes and, like, five pieces at a time splice them together to create new mutants. Yeah, so it's... And that is where Rasputin comes big, from. big, big, bad X and, genes. And, and, it, and it, like, grows because, like, the first the first round, the first class of them, whatever you want to call it, was basically they took one mutant power that they thought would be beneficial and replicated it in these people. And then the second level of it, when they, when they progressed, combined two powers right to try to get benefit and they said that worked really really well and they only had like a 1.6% failure rate or something yeah. then the, the the third level was up to five mutants they would combine powers mm-hmm. uh, and, and they specifically wanted mutants who would be militaristic yeah they right. wanted, they wanted militant, fighters yeah. Yeah, they wanted militant effective powers and mm-hmm. about almost 10% of these were considered what they termed defective mm-hmm. because they were pacifists yes. and were, de- were designated cardinals cardinals, cardinals. Yeah. I was about to say bishop, and I knew that was wrong. That's a different guy. Yeah. Yes, no. they were designated as cardinals. Um, That's because of the religious said, aspect. It, yeah. Yeah. And it said that you know, their powers tended to reflect that as well, mm-hmm. that they their power sets tended to, to come across as, as effective for people who wanted to avoid conflict. Right? Mm-hmm. And the, the, the cardinal we meet in this is like a, a nightcrawler type. Yeah. yeah. He's like a red nightcrawler. Like Azrael. Yeah. yeah. Azazel, not Azrael. Azazel. Azazel. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Azazi Azrael. But, Azazel. And then the, <laughs> Azazi the, Azrael. The, the Fourth class was specifically going to be like up to five powers of Omega class mutants. Mm, yeah. And <laughs> that. Our country's most valuable resource. Uh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. That's from the other one. Um, 
That's from uh, House, House of X. Of X. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, that did not go well at all. That yeah. had like a ninety uh, percent failure rate or something. They added Hive Mind to it. Yeah, so I always get the feeling like 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 cuckoos were implanted, right? <laughs> Cuckoo right. genes were implanted, oh. all of them, right? Yeah, and that went very very poorly. Yeah. <laughs> um. And and shock it, it, and yeah. awe, sinister betrayed them. Yeah, and mm. they're, they they like they're not a hundred percent certain, but they really believe that sinister like purposefully made it fail mm-hmm. right so yeah there's that whole thing yeah but they have some of these mutants from specifically the ones from class three or whatever that are out and about and yeah. one of them the one that we're really introduced here to which is the first card that mora saw when when her fate was being revealed which is um rasputin who has the powers of quentin choir mm-hmm. um peter rasputin she can she can armor up mm-hmm. um iliana which she has her iliana's blade yeah, yeah. um Kitty's intangibility and what was the last one? Um, Heart? Oh no! Uh, I'm sorry because there were two. That's more. where she there got were... the monkey from. <laughs> That's hilarious, by the way. <laughs> but um, there's Laura, st- Kenny. Yeah, two, Laura Kenny regeneration. I yeah. thought there was one more. Maybe not. Maybe that was it. She had five. Yeah, that must have been it then. Yeah. But anyway, she is a badass. Yeah. Holy crap. She is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And she has a buddy. Who's her buddy? Uh, her buddy is... Are you talking about her sister? I'm talking about uh, uh, Cardinal. Oh, Cardinal. Okay, yeah. So they go to rescue... I mean, I wouldn't call him a buddy. Right. Well, they're... he might call himself a buddy, but... They're working together. He just She's won't like, fight. You wouldn't even fight, you asshole. He's a pacifist. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh... Something uh, Bane. Oh yeah, and um, I didn't. That power was F O F L D. Something fold. Yeah, that's the one I wasn't a hundred percent sure about. Yeah. No, anyway, know. whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, Conspiracy corner. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> not that Bane. I know. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So they went. To, you get she and her sister, who she just recently freed from. Her sister was raised as a hound. Was created as a hound. Um. And um. One other uh, uh friend of their, you know, compatriot of theirs went to rescue this cardinal is the impression that I got. Gunther Bane. Oh. Mm. Um, whose powers are basically force field based. Oh, he was force okay. field. F-O-F-L-D. Force field. Mm-hmm. Eunice the Untouchable. Yeah. yeah. He was a member of the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Yes. Oh. Now, I know exactly who you're talking about now. Now that I, yeah. Okay. I, I, for some reason, I kept think I kept seeing FLD as fold, and I'm like, follow fold? Follow? I don't know what the hell this power is supposed to be. Force field. Okay. Force field. Duh. Got it. Yeah. Okay, anyway. That makes more sense. So, yeah, yeah her, and things go badly trying to get away, and essentially her sister gets recaptured. Yep. And, she, and Rasputin beats some ad. Don't get me wrong. She is a badass. Yeah. <laughs> but in the doing of that, they actually get her sister and get her away. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I wonder if and, her sister has Gabby's genes. Oh, I don't know. Um, but I did find it interesting. So while she's doing this and trying to get rescue her sister and fighting, the Cardinal, who is a pacifist, he literally cannot fight. Yeah. It's not that he doesn't necessarily want to. He can't. Right. It, yeah. He is incapable. It is against his programming. Right. So he grows a Krakoan black seed, which I thought was interesting that they still had these seeds of Krakoa a hundred years in the future. And they go to the no space. And they go to the no space. And we find who the remaining leadership of the mutants are. (laughs) And who is it? Wolverine. Uh Uh-huh. Magneto. Magneto. Uh, I'm not sure who the other two are. One of them them looks very Groot-like. One of them looks very Groot-like. Old Man Groot. Yeah. It does look like Old Man Groot. Who done it? <laughs> 
Um, I think that the one behind Wolverine might be some iteration on Zorn. Oh, it could be. Okay. That could well be. The, the, the like, face mask kind of makes me think that. Yeah. I mean, the other one, really, truly, I go to Groot, but I'm guessing it's not Groot. <laughs> that would be a weird development. Super I mean, weird. Yeah. But we find, we find out that, essentially, at this point, there are realistically less than 10,000 mutants yeah. left yeah. living anywhere in the universe. There are eight on an asteroid circling earth eight and of them not not eight eight just eight yeah <laughs> yeah there and were that, ten and that is that i'm assuming that's where that's these eight yeah right? yeah mm-hmm. but i hear that eight is enough eight mm-hmm. the remaining are in like we shall see one is in shiar space and the other is they're in, both in shiar oh, they're both space. in shiar space right? one is on the shiar home world there's an enclave that's right. and, and that's others. like two thousand of them yeah those are and then there's a planet on the edge of shiar space like literally between the shiar space and the brood breeding yeah, yeah it's an outpost. Worlds, yes. And that's like 8,000 of them. And they are, the ones that are on the Shi'ar homeworld are there specifically um, because they have military type powers and they are part of the royal guard for mm-hmm. the Shi'ar Empress. Yeah. Yes. Can't wait. Yeah. Ten cubed. Then we get to the Don't far, even far know future. what's going on. I don't know what the fuck's <laughs> happening here. Well, other some, than some... other than the character that we are kind of following in this is in the Temple of Nimrod the Greater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I'm sorry, the Archive of Nimrod the Greater. Yeah, and there's something where there's clearly mutants who, as they die, their like consciousness is supposed to be, or all their knowledge or something is supposed to be. I kind of just like their knowledge and their genetic material. Yeah, maybe some. Yeah, like it's their essence. Something about it's them? archived. It's archived. Yeah. yeah. It's the library. Um, and... Don't yeah. know. We see in a test tube... Yeah. Rasputin's sister. Yep. Or the kind of gross mummy remains thereof. Right. Yeah. Um, yes. And we see this, like, domed Garden of Eden reminder of what humans were. Yeah. And all I can think of is that beginning of House of X with Xavier and the pods growing mutants in yes. this, like, tree garden space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very, um... I don't know, it's super super odd yeah I'm, I'm intrigued it's got me hooked the other question I have the red headed that implies like red hair but her head is red uh, oh. Hunter working with Nimrod the lesser mm-hmm. is that I meant to go back and check this she has these like boomerang shaped markings on either side of her face right right didn't one of the characters in House of X in the space base have those same markings I don't I don't know. I kind of took out. it that she was supposed to be a techno-enhanced superhuman thingy. Well, and but that not would a fit with that would fit with the character I'm thinking of. I'm actually going to check this right now. Okay. Yeah, Brian. Hey, peep this. Oh, show me, show me, show me. Yes, you are 100% correct. Oh, snap. Yes. Yeah. So I'm wondering if she was out of the breeding program as well. That's Karima. Yeah. Yeah. From the first issue or yeah. the first issue of House of X. Right. So she makes it a while. <laughs> Yeah. If it's still her, maybe it may be one of her, you know, some, some sort of offspring or descendant of hers. There's definitely some sort of connection between the two. Oh, yeah, yeah, I would yeah. agree with that. There's definitely a connection there. Yeah. But, uh, oh. Hmm. This book's so good. It's super good. It is super, super pay attention when you're reading this book. Yeah. Yeah, and you might notice things like Karima showing up in both of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'll be honest, I'm looking forward to uh, House of X again next week because... It's the first red it's title? It's the first red issue. 
issue, which uh, we talked about on the show last week. If you look, they've got the reading order, which mm-hmm. I love. The reading order is House of X number one, powers of 10 number one. House of X number two, powers of 10 number two. House of X number three, powers of <laughs> like, like, that's the, like, okay, we got that. Read that was, it in the order it comes oh, out. Right, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> but She's even wearing the same suit in both issues. Oh, shit. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> Specifically, though, three of them are highlighted in red mm. on that reading list. And we were talking about how Lamar doesn't do things by accident like that. Except for switching those two letters of the alphabet in that one layout page. Yeah. Or, but that's a different thing. Or Hickman doesn't do it. Oh, what is it? Yeah. I said you Lamar. said Lamar. Yeah, yeah. I, I meant Hickman. Sorry. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Huh. Two series that are one. I know, right? Yep. Oh, it's going to be so good. Yeah. No, I, I very much enjoyed this. Let's talk about a comic that is also synonymous with the runtime of this episode. <laughs> Runaways! <laughs> the longest. Oh, wait, no. No. Yes, the, the comic adaptation of The Longest Yard. Like, you make jokes, but I'd probably read it. <laughs> really? Well, it'd probably, yeah, probably be written by Jason Aaron, right? I don't see Jason Aaron doing adaptations of Julia Roberts movies. Wait, I'm thinking of a different movie, aren't I? Yeah. The Longest Yard was Burt Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. What's the one about her as like a was football prison. mom? That's not no, even Longest the same Yard was person. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock, and you're thinking of the Hurt Locker. No. no um, <laughs> God damn it. I'm definitely not <laughs> no, thinking of the Hurt Locker. No, I'm just going to let you guys keep Brian, going. you're thinking of the just Foot Locker. Just keep going. Because <laughs> that was Jeremy Renner. No. God. <laughs> that, like, I knew when I said it, I was like, those are not the right Wait, words. Jeremy Renner? I was supposed to speak. Jeremy Renner and Julia... Julia... <laughs> Uh, uh, Roberts. Roberts are two different people. I almost said Julia Which, Bullock. And neither one of them are Sandra Bullock, right? <laughs> I mean, okay, oh look, you can kind God. of just swap out Sandra Bullock and Julia. No. Roberts. <laughs> nope. No. I don't think you can. No. Sure, either way, I'm not going to watch the movie, probably, because I don't care. Which one was in wow. Speed? Sandra Bullock. Okay. Turns out, those two people are two different people. I know they're two different people. I'm just apathetic toward their careers. Which one was in Miss Congeniality? <laughs> Also Sandra, Sandra Bullock. Bullock. <laughs> okay. I'm more likely to have seen a Sandra Bullock movie <laughs> that than a Julia try. Roberts That would yeah. absolutely yeah, track. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. Sandra, uh, uh, Julia Roberts was Pretty Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that. And yeah. Runaway Bride and, and Pelican so Brief many and other yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what's the name of the Sandra Bullock movie about football? <sighs> what is it? What is it, fellas? Keep going. It's definitely not The Hurt Locker. It is not The Hurt Locker. And now I, now I, now it is compl- like just whoop out of my mind. Like I, I know it's got, I, and I've seen the movie Mississippi Football Mom. Uh-huh. Here, I'm going to employ a strategy good. to get Jen to tell us. Was it Rudy? Yeah, it was. Definitely was it Rudy. Remember the Titans? It was not Rudy, and it was not Remember the was Titans. Was it uh, that so, one with Anthony Mackie that was shot at Marshall? We are Marshall. That's the we one. Are Marshall. Why you gotta pull that one? Why you gotta pull that one? The one in which I met Anthony Mackie. Because I can't name a fourth one. Uh, I almost identified it as that one in which you met Anthony Mackie. So, fair. All right. So, weird fact about me is I fucking love football movies, and it's The Blind Side, you motherfuckers. The Blind Side. Thank you. Wait, that's not a Burt Reynolds movie? (laughs) (laughs) And welcome to Full Circle. (laughs) Speaking of Runaways... Oh my god. Never mind. (laughs) Victor and Doombot have a sleepover. (laughs) Wow. 
Yes, they do. And 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 Gert and Chase have a conversation, like a really good conversation. Like yeah. not like not like it was a good, con- but like them having this conversation yes. was a healthy a, conversation. There you go. Thank you. That was that's a much better choice a of difficult but healthy conversation. Yes. Like way to actually communicate and discuss things, folks. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, sorry, I was making sure that my football comic reference was correct, and it was. It was. Go me. As soon as you said it, I knew. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I mean, Southern Bastards was Jason. Yeah, Aaron. I know. Yeah. Is Jason Aaron? Yeah, Aaron um, and Latour. Yeah, but Victor and Doombot are basically have a conversation inside Doombot's head because he is Victor Von Doom. Mm-hmm. I am Doom. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember of any of that. I am Doom. Yeah, and essentially it's Victor having a conversation with him, coming helping him to come to realize that he isn't Doom. Oh, and he's more than Doom. Like he's his own person, oh. right? Yeah. And then he wakes up naked because Stein took his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Doombot does not Victor. Right. Oh. Yeah. Doombot. Yeah. Doombot wakes up and like Chase literally has like all kinds of weapons pointed at him, like literally surrounded, like a Bugs Bunny surrounded with weapons, kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "I will melt you if you try to do anything." <laughs> and he's like, "Where are my clothes? <laughs> Is it still good?" Knights Temporal and Manor Black are both new number ones. They Jen. are both new number ones. So Knights Temporal is about a a, a knight in the olden days getting transported to the future. A uh, King Arthur in kids court? Sure, yeah. But he, he King Arthur in food court. He might have also gotten cursed with some sort of longevity thing too. We're not entirely sure, but it's it's very cool. There is uh, a, a character in this called Jenny Fool and she's great. She also kind of sings every other word <laughs> and I would punch her in the mouth after a while, but... You'd also play her as a D&D character. I would also play her as a D&D character. You're entirely correct. That kind of is my bard, by the way. And Brian, I was referencing the late 80s, early 90s Nickelodeon show Kids Court. Yes, okay. okay. I, I realized that after you... Uh, yeah, got it. Uh, oh yeah, and Manor Black. Hold on. Trying Here to... Comes trying the to separate Black. I'm trying to separate the two things. The two colon bun books? Yes. Um this this feller who is also really long lived has to pass along is that the same book? No, okay. Has to pass I, along I'm gonna love his this legacy so and he's much. trying to pick Yeah, you really are though. I, I'm gonna love this so much when issue five he he makes them the same world. <laughs> a lot of books are two different books, Brian. I would I think they're both different publishers, so it, for, for a second there, I was <laughs> real nervous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, it's very good. You should be reading both of these if you like Cullen Bunn. I don't know that either of them are really going to be horror, so that's cool. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong on Men or Black, though. Maybe. It's entirely possible. Batman, Last Night on Earth, number two. Batman and the Joker search for Superman and instead find Lex Luthor in an army of Supermen. And all the while, they debate the problem proper sequence for structuring a knock-knock joke. I love the Joker so much in this. So, so much. What's left of it? Somebody, somebody who's not going to be reading any more Joker books after this. Hey, if it's just his head in a cage, then I'll read it. <laughs> yes. Batman Secret Files number two. You may remember Batman Secret Files one from a few months ago is that book with a bunch of stories about Batman failing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is that book with a bunch of stories about Batman fighting his rogues. Okay. Um, it is generally fairly, it, it, it's, it's honestly like kind of an annual style book. It's probably the easiest way to think about it. That's cool. Um, they're all characters who have been kind of involved in City of Bane. 
Red Sonia, Lord of Fools, number one. Stretching. Mesa. Why do they even make mesas this small? No, we learn the sort of secret history of the prophecy that what's his name has to continue conquering or die, mm-hmm. and how maybe that really there's a love triangle behind all of this that's forcing all of that. Oh boy! It, but, didn't, didn't I read it, isn't this about her brother or cousin? No, this is, is this... about. No, this it's is... about her brother. It's kind of there's a backup a little bit that's framed around. Okay, maybe that's what I was. That this is about. What's the name of the the emperor who's conquered half the world? Mm, too many books. I can't. Remember. This is about his. <laughs> wife actually being secretly romantically involved with the priest of the Lord of Fools and how the prophecy was employed just to like keep him out of the house so they could hook up (laughs) and actually his son is the priest's son son? honors Oh, that kind of explains some things, though. Yeah, from the main book. Yeah, and like the whole the whole idea of the main story is, I mean, prophecy is just a way of us hearing what we want to from gods and then revealing who we are. Mm-hmm. The backup is about justification. Truth <laughs> is blasphemy, okay. which might sound familiar from uh, Second Coming. Mm-hmm. Ice Cream Man number thirteen. Read it forward. Read it backward. Read it to the middle and then read backward. It doesn't matter what you do. Nice. It's a palindrome. Rat Queens number seventeen. Jen. Not me. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh shit, did I read this? Sure, book? I'll do it. Um, so the Rat Queen, Gary is fully in charge, and the Rat Queens go visit a former friend and have some surprising revelations. Is it Orc Dave? I won't say. Then I don't Black, give a fuck. Black Panther. But number- yes. Yay! <laughs> Black Panther number 14. T'Challa tries to make the case to Wakanda that they should come help fight in his space war. Okay. Okay. Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man number 9. I heard a rumor. The history of the character rumor. Okay. Thanos... Number four. I love this book so much. Um, Gamora saves herself from being kidnapped, and Thanos decides to leave her on a ship of people who want to kidnap and kill her while he goes to fight mages. Queen of Bad Dreams number three. Um, we learn that maybe there's a character running around who is a dream, and we didn't know it. Mm. Definitely. There definitely is. Okay. She said destroy number three, Jen. Brig- Brig- Brigid? 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 Brigid. Bridget? Bridget, whatever, the light god. Sandra Bullock. It is Sandra Bullock. I would watch it if, if Sandra Bullock played that character, by the way. That... Sandra Bullock is one and the no. other is Julia Roberts. No, I, I, need, no, I no. need Sandra Bullock to be the Morgan, I think. Ooh. Okay, anyway. So, Brigid's forces invade and the Morgan is reborn. October 2019, solicitations. Yeah, let's go do this super fast. There's a bunch. All right, there are many. Somehow both of you have more than I do. Yeah. Buffy, the Vampire Slayer slash Angel colon Hellmouth number one. We all of this have we all have this on our list. Jen specifically has the foil variant on her list because she likes shiny. I things. will be getting a physical copy for the foil variant. Of course you will. Curse is foiled again. Yes. Yes. Do we need to explain what this is? This is a crossover between Buffy and Angel about the Hellmouth. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, wait, are you sure? For now. The uh, Angel Keep issue going. this month Keep is going. a tie-in. Yeah. Can't wait. Strange Skies over East Berlin, Jen. I have no idea what this book is actually about, uh, but the copy is like, mankind made it to space, and now space has followed them back, and then it goes straight into um, Cold War spy era stuff. Just to be clear, is it Strange Sky? I thought it was Strange Guys over. Excuse me, while I kiss this guy. I'm missing a reference. <laughs> <laughs> this is just uh, this is Jeff Loveness writing, right? Yes. Yeah. 
I've read some for, of his creator and stuff for, and really dig for it. For some reason, when I was going through some, for some reason, I saw it as Strange Guys. <laughs> like, it just hit me as like a... Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know. Somebody's catapulting Nazis. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Moving on to DC. Sorry. Basket full of heads. Or basket full of heads, I guess Bas- is the correct basket way. Basket full. I've got a basket full of basket full of crania. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's Joe There's Hill. There's a relevant pop culture reference, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's Joe totally Hill. relevant. Not... not, not Eight years old or oh, anything. way more than that. Uh, well, that was it when does I ex- heard it of does it. explain where a few things in DC Universe are coming from, though, <laughs> because uh, it's a, it's about this girl who's trapped with some serial killers, and she defends herself with a this mystical Viking axe that can cut through people's cut people's heads off with one swipe yeah. and leave them alive. <laughs> yeah. which explains Joker. Yeah. yeah, Joe Hill's getting his own black label imprint that he's getting to cultivate. That's bringing cool. in all That's his, very cool. Bringing a bunch of horror books. Yeah, yep. I can't wait. This just sounds cool though. Yeah. The Batman's great. While Batman is lugging around the Joker's head, his body is dancing on the Batman's grave. Warren Ellis, Brian Hitch, 12-issue miniseries. That, yeah, that's that's why. That's it. Mm-hmm. Birds of Prey, number one. Brian Azzarello. <sighs> yes. Emanuela Lupacino. Uh-huh. It's going to be very fun and very this. pretty. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait. Black Canary. Yep. Woo. Joker, Year of the Villain, number one. Yeah. The big the big draw on this is the writer. John Carpenter's writing mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Like horror movie John Carpenter. Fame John Carpenter. Yeah. Ain't no thing. Oh, it's going to be so good. Ain't no thing. <laughs> Adorbs. Happy Halloween. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna, yep. Damn it. Damn it. Yep. Yeah. So that, that's why. Yeah, I I'll, hate that there this. are so many Joker books. There are so many On my Joker list. Because I do not like the so so many of them like, I just, sound good I just for different don't reasons. I fucking like the Joker. I know. But I have but, to read these books. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Joker, Harley, Criminal Sanity, number one. Yeah. Uh, this is Harley as a forensic psychologist, which, I mean, you any any forensic psychologist media, I'm like, yeah, let's watch, read, yeah. whatever and that. this is like even before she's working at Arkham, I get the, or knows the Joker. Yeah, I don't even yeah. know if this is going to be any sort of Arkham anything. Right, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the Joker kills her room roommate and her trying to figure out why basically gets her into that obsession yes joker killer smile number one it's jeff Lemire and andrea sorrentino yeah yeah yes i don't even know i didn't read i didn't read it i didn't read the copy i'm just gonna get it it is also about a psychiatrist who thinks he can cure the joker Mm -hmm. black adam you're of the villain number one this is uh, this is Paul Jenkins, and um, it is a Shazam that's infected by the Batman who laughs, invading uh, uh, Black Adam's kingdom of Kandak. You know, if it were a Joker infected Captain Carrot, he could ask, "What's up, Ka- or what's Kandak?" There we go. What's up, Kandak? Something like that. That wasn't worth you, it. You were gonna get there. You were trying. You tried so hard. <laughs> I had it in my head, and then I had to remember Captain Carrot's name, and it went away. <laughs> Ruby, number one. Yeah. So this is the Rooster Teeth series. <laughs> so with like Ruby Rose and Blake Belladonna and Weishni. Yep. What is the other one? Uh, Ying. Ying Xiaolong. Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. I remembered Ying, but I couldn't remember the okay. rest of that name. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait. Very excited. Uh, Who's writing it? Margaret Bennett. <laughs> Margaret Bennett. Yeah, it's Margaret Bennett writing yeah. Ruby. Let's do this. Yeah, that sounds Need cool. Need some good, good Super Blake cool. Belladonna. Sandman Universe presents Hellblazer, number one. Uh, uh, Written by Cy Spurrier. Yeah, that's why. Straight out of Sandman uh, The Dreaming. There yep. we go, I guess. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And this is just, it's just a one-shot, so yeah. Is it just a one-shot? I it thought is. it was an ongoing. Nope, one-shot. Oh, cool. Yes. 
Minimal commitment. Secrets of Sinister House number one. Why is DC doing a book about a mutant breeding program? <laughs> <laughs> Conspiracy corner. Oh, yeah. Um, no, this, this is their... this is another one. This is their Halloween one shot anthology thing. Yeah, but they do return to the world of Red Rain, Batman Vampire. Sweet. Yeah. Have you seen the uh, Red Rain Batman Funko? No. <laughs> no. no. Oh shit! God damn That's it. it! Now see, that might be the first one that is actually tempting to me. I haven't bought a Funko in four months, Alex. Thank you. Oh, I got the Marvel box this week. It has a light up Mysterio. I don't mean glow in the dark. I mean you press a button <sighs> and there are LEDs and it actually lights up. Those motherfuckers. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right. All right. Superman smashes the clan number one because always punch Nazis. Because <laughs> always punch Nazis. Yeah, yeah. Superman's gonna hit the KKK. So, uh, fuck yeah. I yeah. want to read that. Please, I want to read that please, over read and that. over yeah. and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could just be the same panel over and over and over again, and I'd be down for it. Yeah. And it's being drawn by Guru Hero, so yeah. it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Yep. Tales from the Dark Multiverse, Batman Nightfall, number one. Uh, so, this is uh, 30 years after Batman uh, kind of was broken and failed to take the mantle of the bat from Jean-Paul Valley. And yeah. it's so. This is there's a couple of these that are coming out of these tales from the dark multiverse, which are you know the what if everything went wrong kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very much like a dark Marvel what it, if. It's, it, yeah, it, it's <laughs> like a it's like a dark Elseworlds is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Tales from the Dark Multiverse, Death of Superman, number one. Speaking of, yeah. So this is, um, this is if Superman didn't come back and Lois Lane got so pissed that she became the Eradicator. Yeah. (laughs) shit. Uh Eradicator? I hardly know her. No, you already had your one. Last God, number one. Um, this is this is a little bit of a different book. This is uh, I gotta find it here. Uh, it's written by Philip Kennedy Johnson, um, and it is about uh, like two different bands of, of heroes um, and like a thirty year time gap between them. Um, one group, one of them is kind of dooming the world, and the other one is then trying to save it. Um, and it turns out that like what they have to do is to stop this apocalyptic army of the undead. They have to go out and kill the last. Last God. Metal Men number one. I mean, it's you said Metal Men number one. Metal Men. I'm I'm buying any Metal Men book. We are men. We're Metal Men. And probably one woman, because Platinum will probably be in there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Dynamite. Black Terror number one. This is on our list because it's Max Bemis. Yeah, it's Max Bemis. Yeah. We're getting it. We're getting it. Absolutely. It is about a guy, a a pharmacist who, like, this really struck me almost as like a, uh, a, Ed Brubaker type yeah. story where there's this pharmacist who is kind of remembering his that he used to be a crime fighter or has urges to go fight fight crime. <laughs> no, you got it to go fight fine. <laughs> I often have urges to crime. And, so, and sometimes I speak with words that don't make any sense. How's that? But crime uh, <laughs> fighting is going to be uh, our episode title. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm so glad I can provide that for you. Um, but yeah, so it just sounds really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it very much and it I, go ahead. It very very much gets into, I think, the kind of themes that Bemis was exploring in Moon Knight mm-hmm, before it got mm-hmm. cut short. Yeah. But this idea of someone having memories of living this life but not living this life—that sort of yes. that sort of split in perception and memory. Uh, yeah, and, and that's what I was going to go with. That's why it, that's why I said it sounded a little bit like a, where it's like you you and this character don't know if what he's remembering or what yeah. is real or 
not, right? Kind of thing. I, I don't want yeah. it. I'm a sucker for that. I love it. Savage Tales, a Red Sonia Halloween special. So this is much like Lord of Flo- Lord of Fools. Lord of, I also use Lord words. of Fools. <laughs> I'm glad I could inspire <laughs> you there, choice. Alex. That's great. Choice, you guys. Hey, I am stringing together some letters in this episode that do not normally belong they together do in the not. English language. You are correct. <laughs> well, you mean they didn't belong together. They didn't. <laughs> Now they do. But now that they've met, they're really into each other. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah. So much like Lord of Fools, this is tying into what's going on in Mark Russell's ongoing Red Sonja run. Yes. This one, the the solicitation text even mentions, like, it's sort of the other side of issue nine. Yep. Image, the marked number one. Brian, you put this on your list. I debated this one. I will probably at least check this one out, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I'm gonna get down to it again. It's about these kids who secretly are covered in tattoos to fight. Tattoos! Tattoos! The plane! The plane! I was thinking that hey there we go um <sighs> brian's reading my mind i'm sorry brian <laughs> i'm sorry you had to hear that uh, yep um oh alex good grief <laughs> It's about no. these. It's about these kids covered in tattoos okay. who are supposed to like fight the world, fight evil, and protect the world. But there's nothing going on, so they just abuse powers. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because yeah. of course they do. Yeah. Nomenomen, which is a palindrome. It is How, a palindrome. Wait, no, what? No, it's not. Oh, you're right. It's not. It's no. almost oh, one. No. It, okay. No, you're right. You have to switch an O and an E there. You do have to yeah, switch an O and an E. Never mind. Come it on. Should be like Omen Nemo, Nemo Omen. There we go. Um. Still no. Nemo is just Omen backwards. Okay. Yeah. This okay. is this is about a. A character. Okay. It's my favorite Pixar movie, Losing Omen. It's about a... like Nemo Omen. Wow. Yeah, no, you're good. All right, go on. Are we? Are we? <laughs> we have we have dissolved from comics review podcast to. We uh... just say shit now. <laughs> okay, That's to it. be to be fair, we've always just kind of said shit. So. If there's no string holding it together, we just say shit now. Got no strings pulling me. Um, I was gonna say like absurdist play. <laughs> But that works too. Fucking stream of consciousness <laughs> off the dome. Who's bullshit. that Romanian playwright who wrote the rhinoceros? God damn it, Alex. Julia Roberts. <laughs> yes, it is, in fact. Julia Roberts. <laughs> this is legitimately going to bother me. So, uh, Brian, tell me about Nomen Omen. Well, uh, I think. So this is about a young 20-year-old named Becky Kumar uh, lives in New York, and she ends up crossing the veil between reality of, like, magic and witchcraft and uh, crazy stuff like that, and it sounds kind of cool. Dead Eyes, number one. Uh, this is Jerry Duggan, and, like, I read this, and I'm like, I've read this comic yeah. before. I know I've read this He's comic before. He's definitely shitting in the first, the first issue. And the first line we were putting of the solicitation. We were putting together notes and Brian says, I have a question about that when I say, it's dead rabbit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, the first line of this is you can't keep a good comic down. And I'm like, okay. And then I read it and I'm like, I know I've read this. this well, I'm, and I'm pretty sure that the dead solicitation text said you can't keep a good thief down, right? Oh, yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, I think it did, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Anyway, this is what was, I think, only two issues of Dead Rabbit um, coming back under a new name called Dead Eyes. Um, and it's going to be a new ongoing. Yeah. But, I mean, I liked Dead, I really liked Dead Rabbit and where it was going. And then it just, 
like I never heard from it again. Yeah. So I'm super excited for this one. Eugene Ionesco again. is the playwright I was looking for. Okay. The Romanian absurdist who clearly has possessed our podcast. So we week. were close with Julia Roberts. We were. Yeah. Yeah. We were. Yeah. Julia Roberts is an anagram of Eugene Ionesco. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Jin. Yep. Some Pins, which is not the name of a comic. No, I am getting some pins. <laughs> some pins, number one. That, that was my image solicitation. I'm getting the redneck pins, both of them. The the one with the with the teeth with the, the gold over the thing. And the I'm here, I'm queer, I'm fucking immortal pin. Yeah, I, I'll be getting them. All right. IDW, Disney, The Little Mermaid. I couldn't find this on the IDW solicitation again. So I don't know where this came from. But it, it is Castellucci yeah. writing The Little Mermaid. So It could be not IDW then. It we could, guess. Yeah, we guess. have some Disney license. Because yeah, we, could, we couldn't I find it again. No, I don't know. I just don't know. All right. The horror adaptation of everyone's favorite Netflix cooking series. Lock and Key nailed it, number one. <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I would read that too. <laughs> I was going to say, um, I would read it, watch it, however you want to present it to me. I'm, I'm down for that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's basically chopped, but there's a key in each basket that you have to use <laughs> oh, while you cook. Oh, I hope I don't get the head key. Right. Or I do hope I get the head key. Hmm. I could probably use that ingredient. Hmm. It's fine. <laughs> I could think of anything I wanted. Yeah, okay, I want the head key. Yeah, so this is this is a return to lock and key. And like you you really can don't have to say anything more Mm-mm. than that. Nothing more. I don't know what the solicitation said. Yeah. I'm getting it. So it's a new story, uh, and then there's some behind the scenes looks at the lock and key D- TV series. Woohoo. Yeah. Moving on. Also excited. Moving on to Marvel. This will come as a shock. Yeah. We all have X Men. Get out. No. And Excalibur. No. And Marauders on our lists. Written by, respectively, Jonathan Hickman, Teeny Howard, and Jerry Duggan. Yeah. Yeah. Like, come on. There is a larger number of X-Men books coming. They start in October. And literally, we plan to read every and one of them. every one of them has a, like, an amazing creative team. Yeah. Yeah. Bastards. Yeah. Damn you, Marvel. Remember when we were Except like, Marvel, thanks. are you listening? Are you listening, Marvel? Yeah, they're listening. Except, damn it, but thanks. <laughs> X-Men is Hickman with Lionel Yu. Excalibur is Teeny Howard with Marcus Toe. Mm-hmm. And Marauders is Jerry Duggan with Matteo Lolly. Yes. Come on. And, and of course, they just... don't tell us who colorists are, but. Yeah, because that'd be just too much. Um, X Men is picking up with what's going on now. Um, yeah. It's about Cyclops and his hand picked squad of mutant powerhouses, which I saw the best tweet about the cover of this book. It was Meet my wife and my son and my time traveling grandson and my alternate wife from another future. <laughs> and. <laughs> Literally everyone on this team is actually Scott Summers. Literally everyone on this team is related to Scott somehow. Nice. Oh, Scott that's... Summers, the Genghis Khan of the mutant world. Welcome to the most awkward life. Oh. Um, Excalibur, Otherworld is rocked by war, and we have a new Captain Britain, and who is it? We know who it is. Do we? Yeah, it's Betsy. Oh, oh. that's right. That's right. That's I right. remember that's right. this now. I do remember that now. Yeah. You you, you had told us that before, I think. Man, yeah. I, I mean, it's on that. the cover. I already pushed all that out of my brain. Yeah. Oh, I didn't, I didn't screen cap cover. Rogue, Gambit, Richter, Jubilee, and Apocalypse. Yes. yes. Yeah. Marauders, the X-Men set sail at dawn. This is Captain Kate Pride and uh, the Hellfire Trading Company, funded by Emma Frost, sailing the seas, protecting the world from hatred and fear. Yeah. And it's basically the cast of Cena Grace's Iceman book. Yep. <laughs> I can't wait yep. for that one. Yeah. The Amazing Mary Jane. Oh. 
I didn't even put this on my list because I was like, oh, no, Brian's got that. Yeah, yeah Brian's got that. Not to mention the first variant cover listed is Art Germ. Yeah. Well, and I'll be honest, like, there was a part of me that was like, I don't know if this is something I want to grab or not. But then I realized this is picking up this plot line yes. with her and Mysterio. This is coming yes. straight out of what's going on in Amazing right now. Yeah. So it's it, it, right. Well, Amazing Spider-Man 25, which was two weeks ago, I think. Yeah. Um, it literally picks up right after that where her big comeback to fame, right? Where she did the stand-in for, you know, the, the actress who couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Her rival. Her rival. Right. Her frenemy. <laughs> um, basically, is being Mysterio was behind it and then obviously behind Mysterio is this you know creepy bug bug dude whoever we actually he gave himself a name and now I don't remember what it was now well it was a placeholder name I I know that's why I said he gave himself a name because it's not going to be yeah the ultimate but anyway and yeah this picks up right after that and this is this is uh, her her little story about and I can't wait and it is an ongoing series right as of right that is correct Mm -hmm. Amazing Spider-Man full circle this is a 96 page like they call it a one shot basically this is just gonna be like a, a trade. small trade yeah, yeah a mini mm-hmm. trade um about spider-man traveling the world on this shield mission here are the creators involved nick spencer jonathan hickman jerry duggan al ewing chip starsky kelly thompson jason aaron writing chris bacalo chris spouse greg smallwood mike allred rachel stott valerio skitty cameron stewart mark bagley art art yeah it is just like a who's who of our favorite writers yeah. uh-huh. right now and uh-huh. some very good artists. Yeah, yeah, all that. And Peter Porker's in it. Yeah. Ghost Rider number one. Ed Brisson, Aaron Cooter. Ed Brisson feels like a really good pick for a Ghost Rider book. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yes. Like I cannot think of anyone else who I'd be like, no, nah, they should be doing this instead. Like, this is, it, like this a is really one of those. Good... This is one of those. I really don't want to get it because I'm not super into Ghost Rider. But then and I don't Ed want Brisson, another book. Like, mm. But I keep thinking. Mm, but I bet it's gonna be real good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm on the fence. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see if I fall into this trap. It's about Johnny Blaze as King of Hell and Danny Ketch taking back the duty as Earth's Spirit of Vengeance. It sounds like they're working together doing whatever. Um, plus the first installment of the Caretaker Chronicles. I don't know what that means. No mm-hmm. clue, but I bet we find out. Yeah. Intrigue. Fantastic Four, Grand Design number one of two. Tom Scioli, Tom Scioli, variant by Ed Pisker. Okay. <laughs> Knew they'd get Ed Pisker involved. Yeah. It's X-Men Grand Design, but with Fantastic but Four. But with Fantastic Four. Yeah. Good Doctor choice. Doctor Strange Annual. Am I the only one who had this on my list? Yeah I, yeah. I I ran out of time going through the Marvel list. That was my last list to go through. Written by <laughs> Teeny Howard and Pornsock Pinchstote. Pinchstote. Uh, it is coming after the end of of Mark Wade's run okay. on Doctor Strange. So I don't know if this is going to set up a new run or if this is something Marvel's like been Capstone doing lately. Is they just of. kind of have been doing sort of like one shots that aren't necessarily a part of anything right. as annuals which actually is kind of cool um, but it's got to do with a bunch of relics awakening inside of the Sanctum Sanctorum and wreaking havoc um, I think it'll be cool alright nice to Doctor Doom number one Brian yeah. so uh, this is Christopher Cantwell who um, was a writer for Halt and Catch Fire uh, which is super cool um, but it is Victor uh, again questioning you know he's he was kind of a hero while Tony was gone yeah. and now he's kind of 
of, you know, he went back to Latveria and is obviously always viewed as a hero there. But, uh, you know, is kind of playing the role of villain again against Fantastic Four. So this is really a him questioning what is his role and who is he and how does he care about perception from the outside world and all that. Yeah. Yep. You have a trio of books called Future Fights First, mm-hmm. White Fox number one, Luna Snow number one, and Crescent and Io number one. Yeah, these are all characters out of that same uh, thing as Arrow and Swordmaster. A-E-R-O, uh, not, yeah. you know, yeah. Oliver Queen. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, you know, all in the Agents of Atlas book. Um, and uh, the reason they ca- they're calling them Future Fight First is all of these characters premiered in Future Fights, the video game, the f- mobile game. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, and, you know, they're just all cool. White Fox is a, uh, um, she's a super spy. She's kind of like a, uh, a Black Widow type character. Um, and then uh, <laughs> Luna Snow is a K-pop star, like super famous, but she's also a superhero with, with cold powers. That is completely up your alley. Right? Yeah. Is that not great? Yeah. Uh, and then Crescent Eo Crescent is a, uh, she's a uh, uh, small girl from South Korea, and she summons like basically this ghost bear named Eo, and it's awesome. Well, let me clear my schedule now, because I need that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ghost bear, you say? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I knew I'd get Alex with I'm the in. ghost bear. <laughs> You know, maybe I have started to get my brand tight enough. <laughs> and all of these are one shots, so they're there's no super investment in the nice. Do you yeah. know if these were I know that some of these characters who premiered first in Future Fights were developed specifically for like Asian markets. Yes, correct. And had comics released there that mm-hmm. have not been here. Are these reprints of those? Or I don't believe they are. I think these are new okay. these are all new like I don't know specifically about these three. Yeah. Maybe they are, but I know that Arrow and and Swordmaster are new. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, it'd be cool to get some of those that haven't been printed here released. All right, all right. Vault. We're almost there. We are at the home stretch. Man, no, uh, uh-uh. uh. No, what no? Spider Verse. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed that one. There were a lot of spiders. Yes. Spider Verse, Jen. Yeah, Miles I, Morales I, falls into a portal. Are and... you into the Spider Verse? <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah, and we're gonna get a lot of hashtag Spider Sonas. I don't, I don't know how to use hashtag. Just like that. You nailed it. Cool. Nailed yeah. it. Nailed oh, wait, it. No, that's a different book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited for lots of spiders. Words that one would never expect Jin to say Fuck in any no. other context. Fuck no. Mm-mm. I'm excited for all the spiders. <laughs> I'm very much hoping for Spiders Man. Spiders Man yeah. is the best. Jin is known for her little Miss Muffet cosplay for this very reason. <laughs> <laughs> No way. <laughs> Slash stop. Anyway. Now on to Vault? Yes, now on to Vault. Cult classic creature feature number one. Yeah, so there is a big giant alien thingy at the bottom of King Lake that's turning people into deadly zombie skeletons. Um, basically, they puke up their skeletons and their skeletons start killing things. But the kid, the main guy in this, doesn't care because he only has one thing on his mind. And that is good old-fashioned teenage revenge. All right. Can't wait. All right. Last one, there is only one way that we could end the October solicitations. And what is that with? The money shot. You always end with the money shot. Always. Everybody knows that. (laughs) This book just sounds amazing. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. 
And also the most realistic use of technology. Yeah, this is exactly <laughs> this is how what it would, would be happen. used. Yes, yeah. you are exactly mm-hmm. right. Yep. Oh, I can teleport anywhere. I'm going to go fuck an alien. <laughs> no, not just I'm going to go fuck an alien. For money. I'm going to go make porn of fucking an alien. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And sell it and make lots of money. Yeah. Why I, wouldn't you do that? I do not think people realize the degree to which any new technology <laughs> is immediately adopted first by the porn industry. Yeah. Yeah. You know why? Immediate payback. Yeah. <laughs> like they make the money immediately. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to buy this thing for $1,000 and sell for so much more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And sell it for, for $5 to 8,000 people. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. There are going to be some just bonkers variants for this book. Oh my oh, god! I cannot wait. I cannot wait. This book is going to be great. Oh, uh, so- yeah. This this is a mature audience's book. Just yeah. <laughs> oh, I was going to give it to my five year old niece. Dang. This and sex I was criminals. not. For the record, I think I have to say this because it is recorded on the internet. I was never going to do that. I would never do that. Yeah. <laughs> You're editing, right, Alex? You just got that. I, I, I swear to God. I, I swear to God. <laughs> Next week's books to read there. Next week's books to read. All right, let's go. Hey, ho, let's go. Absolute Carnage number Don't you one. you call me a ho? Uh, it's, it's Donny Cates. Donny Cates writing, writing more, Carnage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Writing more symbiote stuff. So, you know, it's gotta get read. I'm surprised Brian red, put this on his red. list because who drew the variant? Yeah, no, there's an art variant. And it's not that, that oh, shit, there is. I, I'm, I, I really don't want to get sucked into the whole carnage thing, but I know I'm going to end up. I know I will. Didn't wait? Didn't our germ just do the actual cover? Oh, the okay. cover. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There is also a Donny Cates variant for this book. What? I believe it's a Midtown Comics exclusive. Oh shit! You can order it online. All right. Fuck. There is a Donny Cates variant that he drew himself. It's hilarious. Damn it. Okay. Fine. 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 Donny Cates. Fine. Take my money. He does for the record very well. Yeah. Future Foundation number one. This is on all of our lists. Yep. Yeah. Oh my God, buy this book. The yes. preview, they're not preview, the, the, the backup in Fantastic Four this week was so good. I could not be more excited. And I will say this, like, it gives me already some of those, like, wasp feels. And Jeremy Whitley. I mean, come on. Yeah. You know how much we love him. It's yeah. the first time that you can describe something as feeling waspy and it not be a bad thing. It's that, true. You may be right. You may be right. Brian. Uh-huh. Deceased. Uh, I, I don't know how much we've talked. I mean, I know we've mentioned it before, but, like, this series is a really really cool alternate world story and i'm really digging it and so i just kind of wanted to plug it a little bit that's all coffin bound number one is a new image book from dan waters uh i've really been digging his stuff lately he's on the lucifer book right now and he wrote deep roots oh sweet and this is like an over-the-top assassins action book the the first i know we talked about this in solicitations a couple months ago the first three words in this are cars guns Entropy! Yes. <laughs> nice. Um, so I am super excited for this. I actually have an ash can of this at home that I haven't got a chance to read yet. Mm, cool. And the death-defying devil, Jim. Indeed. This is, this one's coming out from Dynamite. Listen. Listen here. Listen here. Listen here's coming out from Dynamite. Um, you guys should be very glad that I don't speak like that all the time, even though I do actually speak like that all the time. Um, I, mean, I can pull out my southern voice if need be. Nope. No foghorn. Oh, Let's not do probably that. Probably not. I say, I say some. Yeah, except I'm not pulling out my southern voice. I'm letting my not southern voice slip away. 
<laughs> is the difference. Mine is an affect when I use it. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is my affect. You want to know my secret cap? I'm always affected. I am too. Aww. Uh, anyway, so this is being written by Gail Simone and drawn by the person who drew Clean Room, which was gorgeous. You guys read it, right? I made you read it. I think I made you read it for You made Brian horror. read it. I didn't get to it because it was <gasps> a, I was in rehearsal for the That's morals. right. Yeah. Oh, it's so good and beautiful. Um, But yeah, Walter uh, Giovanni. Nice. Sweet. I, yeah, I don't know if Death Defying Devil is already a thing. I think it is. Yeah. I haven't ever. It is. I haven't ever. I haven't ever, but I'm gonna because, you know, Gail Simone. They sit in the swamp and talk TV. It's branching out with Tim and me. Hey, Tim. Hey, Alex. How was Swamp Thing Episode 9? Uh, in terms of wriggling vines, it was... Yes. It was one wriggling vine. One wriggling vine to rule them all? Yes. It was a Mobius wriggling vine because... It is infinite, and it was the perfect hour of TV. <laughs> so you're going to be skipping the finale. That's I, I don't know that they can top what I saw. Well, you know, we still get we need we 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 still need to get some Floronic Man there. That's true. That's true. But the the swamp topsy that happened last night, uh, the the Blue Devil stuff was amazing, although not enough. Still, still gonna boycott DC Universe if I don't get more. Yeah. And the good thing to know is that Blue Devil is a nudist, so really what we're saying is we want to see his dick. <laughs> is it also forked? Yeah. <laughs> Somehow. Like a rodent. I had a Dr. Manhattan image in my head. I didn't think about the, the divining rod type. On a completely unrelated note, I got to use the phrase, I did it 35 minutes ago yesterday, and I was very happy with myself. <sighs> <sighs> Um, so yes, we, we finally see Dan yes. become the Blue Devil. Yes. We got more Phantom Stranger leading into that. Yes. Which was amazing. We got the Dr. Woodrew, not yet the Floronic Man, but Dr. Woodrew performing an autopsy on Swamp Thing while Swamp Thing was hanging out talking to him. Yeah. We had the other Dr. Woodrew, let's just say, rapidly decline. Yes, very much so. Um, After having nightmares about someone who she thought was Jason on the ground around dying but then when she got closer he was a monster right right yeah. little little foreshadowing there um yeah. and maria maria there there apparently sunderland was worried about maria's health so he decided to make sure that she got some help yes uh unfortunately for maria reports of avery's death were greatly <laughs> exaggerated exactly exactly and he yes. he's gonna go get back at her by having her locked away yeah um also we got to see something that i did not realize i wanted this series to have more of until this episode what was that uh why do i always know her name until i need her name liz tremaine liz tremaine yep. thank you liz and abby like investigating together <laughs> yeah 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 i really dug that and suddenly i'm like why hasn't that been a thing yeah. all along also we have to have a second season now so we can have more of that exactly there is so many things i say about the show that it has to have a second season because i need more of and insert just many different things. Yeah, all of it. I need more of all of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I do. And we still have not heard the name Anton Arcane. We haven't yet. I saw an article yesterday, day before. It doesn't matter. This will come out in several days anyway. <laughs> Sometime recently from the, I guess it was probably from James Wan. It just said, you know, Swamp Thing producer tells people to stay through credits for post credit scene. Now, why would you have a post credit scene if that's where the thing is ending? That's what I want to know. Uh, for the season 
finale episode? Yes. Oh, okay, good, because I was like, I did not stay for a post-credit scene last night. For so. the for the season finale, yes. I was not clear okay. on that. That's on me. That's on me, and it being 8.17 in the morning. <laughs> so do we think it's leading into a different, maybe, version of I things? don't know. All I know is we have been told to stay for a post-credit scene for a series that, as far as we know, has been cancelled. Okay. Well, I'll do it, James Wan, but it better be worth it. It had better be worth it. <laughs> So I meant to go back and read the Swamp Thing issue called Anatomy Lesson that the uh, Alec Holland piece of this episode is based on, and I did not do that. Yeah. But let's talk about Swamp Thing's vivisection. Yeah. Many, many things were learned from it. Yes. Woodrow has Swampy on the table. Mm -hmm. He turns on the green light. Mm -hmm. Woodrow! You don't have to put on the green light. This is all they, also how they got Jay Gatsby. I should. <laughs> Um, Jay Gatsby made of plants. Yeah, nope. yeah. Little known fact: <laughs> Jay Gatsby, a swamp thing. <laughs> Alec Holland and Abby Arcane are just Jay and Zelda Gatsby reincarnated. Mm. I guess Zelda was Fitzgerald. What was? Spoiler alert: I don't actually like Great Gatsby. <laughs> what was? I could not remember anything about okay. the Great Gatsby. There's okay. no way. I need a twenties swamp thing now. Actually, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go into. That. <laughs> I'm gonna save that one for myself in case I ever get to write Swamp Thing. <laughs> We digress. <laughs> uh, Swamp Thing is made entirely of vegetative matter. Yes. He is all plant, no people. Yes. He has people organs because he's actually sentient plants that absorbed Alec Holland's memories, not a transformed Alec Holland body. Right. And those organs do nothing. He just <laughs> thinks he should have them, so he does. Yes. As they're being removed, and he is still talking to Woodrow. Like, Woodrow has I've this taken revelation. out your lugs, and I'm holding your heart, and somehow you're still talking. Yeah. I don't think these do anything. <laughs> he's got the heart in his hand. He's like, yeah, this doesn't, this doesn't work like a heart does. Yeah. I'm like, this, this, this vivisection has some questionable science in it. Like, you're just ripping these things out and saying, well, they don't do anything. <laughs> but I guess after a certain point, you have proved yourself correct. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, do you know why that green light thing kind of makes sense? Uh, I, he said that it stopped uh, plants from growing. The green spectrum light? Yeah. No, I I had never heard that or known so, that. I, I do not know the degree to which this is accurate in the way in which it is presented in the episode, but the kernel of truth behind it, do you know why plants are green? Uh, chlorophyll, I thought? From an evolutionary standpoint, do you know oh. why chlorophyll evolved that way? No, I do not. So the reason why plant bodies are green, why trees have green leaves, all of that kind of thing, is because of the way that light refracts through the atmosphere the sky is blue because light refracts in a certain way and what we see the most is blue mm -hmm. the thing that is actually in light in the atmosphere the least is the color green hmm. the a very very small amount of visible light refracts green so chlorophyll evolved green because that is the most efficient color for it to be because any other color it is whatever color it is reflects that's why we see color the way we do interesting any Anything else is absorbed huh. if it were say blue why are there so few blue flowers why are few why are most blue flowers hard to cultivate and maintain and require like specific uh, ph's that makes sense now no I'd, I'd never heard that before yeah interesting um but this is why this is why like why is the sky blue why is the grass green pull your five-year-olds close <laughs> 
it's the same answer. <laughs> um, incidentally, there is an arc in the Alan Moore Swamp Thing where we get a blue version of Swamp Thing who plays chess on the moon. Now that does sound very Alan Moore to me. Doesn't it? Yes, it does. I'm just waiting for that to happen in Doomsday Clock. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Oh, uh, so yeah, Swamp Thing, less people, more plant, yeah. and eventually he heads back into Skeeter Bay, which is just the most evocative name of a swamp, <laughs> because I can already feel all the mosquito bites yep. I get just thinking about it. <laughs> Um, and emerges from the depths carrying Alec Holland's body, much to his and Abby's yeah. dismay. Yeah, you can definitely see why this is the absolute worst thing that could happen yeah. to Swamp Thing slash Alec Holland memory. Yeah. There is no going back. Right. I mean, even if, okay, even if we accept the whole, you know, my consciousness is, is, is legitimately mine. I just have this new body. Like, okay, cool. Always gonna be broccoli. Yep. Yep. No fixing it. Yeah. What else? Which, uh, that's always it's like the transporter thing like i can't wrap my head around that like no matter what no matter how you how you slice it no matter <laughs> it uh it's never going to be alec holland alec holland died you yeah. know what i'm saying like it's the clone thing like if i put my consciousness into a clone it's not you you died you know i will know it is me if the first thing that happens is i get a particular song stuck in my head <laughs> i think i'm a clone now <laughs> i at, at least you're not blessing the rains down in africa but i mean you know swampy does. yeah that's true that's true but yeah I, I hate it for that guy and that's what that's the the last thing he says is like hey this is alec and i'm me <laughs> it's not the same it's not easy being nope mean. but yeah i absolutely love this episode top to bottom yeah so uh phantom stranger shows dan the future yep and gives him a choice let liz and abby die or become the blue devil which they have to they just have to elaborate on what's going on with like i said there's so many pieces to dan becoming the blue devil yeah you've got the crazy suit which lord only knows how that got power you've got the mutagen you've got all these factors that obviously the phantom stranger was was trying to put in place to phantom stranger the dc elements yeah he is absolutely phantom stranger bullshit happening there but he uh, uh yeah all these parts and they just have to go further into it you know yeah i need more again need me that blue devil spinoff or at least for him to join the doom patrol Oh, Maybe that is the finale's post-credit sequence. Is him showing up at Doom Manor being like, uh, hi guys. Yeah. That would be the one thing where he'd be like, oh, okay, I'll take it. All right. But yeah, <laughs> I I just... Can you imagine him and Jane? Oh, no. Uh, him and Robot Man? Oh, no, not at all. By the way, uh, Doom Patrol, a, yeah. a very Jane-centric episode this week. I haven't watched this one oh, yet, but I am very excited for it. Super, super good. This is them going into the underground? It is. It is. And yeah. it's so, so good. I'm looking forward to this. I've also gotten back on the uh, Legends of Tomorrow train this week. Oh, yeah? How's that going? Do you watch that, too? I, you know what? I watched, like, four or five episodes of the first season and then fell off, and then I... Okay, that's what... Here's here's the mistake you made. Yeah. You watched the first season. Yeah, that's... Just start at season two. Don't worry about the fact that you'll have to catch up on a couple of things, just through context. Mm -hmm. If you need me to, I'll fill you in on them, because we've met. Um, <laughs> but just start at season two, like, especially once it hits season three, season Season three and season four are just some of the most like delightful fun yeah. superhero tv ever i actually think it might be my favorite like broadcast superhero show okay no i'll definitely yeah. i'll pick it up yeah. after
after next week, since I'll have a, a hole in my time slot. I mean, I sent you, I sent you the uh, picture of the screen. I even turned on the caption scene. So oh yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. John Constantine <laughs> saying, "Yeah, I know a swamp monster." <laughs> oh, so good. Matt Ryan's Constantine is amazing. Season four is very Matt Ryan heavy. Okay, and now I'm in. I'm definitely in. Cool. All right, I uh, think that is all I've got. Is there anything else that's? Oh, uh, I guess we should talk about Matt, huh? Matt has an arc in this. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 we should, actually. Matt's having a bad day, goes to Delroy's, gets very drunk, gets in the car, don't drink and drive. Especially if you're a sheriff, maybe? Yeah, right. Or a deputy. Um, but just in general, do not drink and drive, okay? Mm-hmm. And then wraps his car around a phone pole or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Which, ever since a couple of episodes ago, I looked up to see the who the actor was and made the connection of who the character is. Uh, I've been expecting him to die. Because in the Sandman comics, he is, I believe, dead and exists as, like, a raven that is a messenger bird for Dream. Wow. Man, there's a lot going on in this TV show. Yeah. So if a talking bird shows up next episode... Yeah. Which would be pretty pretty on brand, I think, for the TV show. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe it's a maybe it's a connection to the upcoming Sandman TV show. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Yep. Now I think that's it. Yep. All right. Until next time. Bye, everybody. Toodles. See y'all later. Anything else before we outro? I don't think so. Come to Dragon Con. Yes. Um, we will be doing our live show. We can talk about dates and times now. Oh, Yay. sweet! Yay! Let's do it. We will that. be doing our live show on Friday at one p.m. Uh, currently, that's scheduled in the Hilton in the Galleria 7 room. It'll be all three of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will be moderating a panel later that same day at 4 p.m. called How to Stand Out in the World of Indie Comics uh, in the America's Mart 2 building uh, in room 204J, which I assume it's the same setup as last year where the top floor is going to be Artist yeah. Alley and there will actually be two small rooms in in Artist Alley right. that are like constructed wall yeah. kind of rooms. Um, that's where the comics panels were last year mm-hmm. and I assume this is the same setup up as then um and that is i don't know if i can say who all is supposed to be on that panel right now but it's a very cool lineup of creators and i'm very excited for yeah. it uh and then also same thing holds true for this i'm very excited for this and there are some cool creators on this lineup too on monday at 11 30 a.m same room from animated series to comic book that's very cool an adaptation panel and i'm a big old adaptation nerd so i'm super excited for nice. this one Jean, you are cool. also moderating. Yeah. do you have a list in front of you i do yeah um, um, at 11.30 on Friday, I will be doing the Awesome Women in Digital Media panel, which mine are all more digital media yeah. based than comics based, uh, but that's in G6 in the Hilton, which I think, like is, that where we're, is that where our live show is? No, it's next door to our live yeah. show. Um, on Saturday, I'm doing representation in digital media, seeing yourself in the world around you. That's at 7 p.m. in G7 in the Hilton. On Sunday, I am doing No One Can Hear You Stream, which is a very fucking good podcast and people should be listening to it. Uh, Matthew and Kayla are the hosts and they're a married couple and they're just they're just the bee's knees i just kind of love them it's great uh but that one's at 2 30 p.m in g7 on did i say sunday yes mm-hmm. sunday and then sunday at 7 p.m it's gonna keep going i have pitched the digital media pros at 7 p.m in g6 i think that might be the last one yeah that's the last one yeah we'll, we'll post our schedules yeah on social meds brian anything you want to mention nope <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> brian will be at dragon con i'll be there yeah <laughs> I'll be there. Actually, probably be at at a fair number of those panels yeah. for you. Yeah. Too, but yay! Aww. we would you like to. We would like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. You can listen to us wherever you are listening to us, including where you are listening to us now. 
Yeah. It's true. It's <laughs> 100%. Oh, dang. If you would like to submit questions to us, especially for that live show at DragonCon. Yeah, please do. Do us. At, do, do us. Do us at <laughs> Panelology.com slash dominate. <laughs> to submit questions, panelology.com slash submit. <laughs> Uh, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash panelology. I think I know where panelology.com slash submit's going to redirect now. <laughs> or you can get merch with our logo logo on it at bit.ly slash panelology merch. Capital P, capital M. If you want more of Jin and me, Minds at Yerk, our bi-weekly Animorphs reread podcast. If you want to hear me talk about watching Veronica Mars for the first time, the Rob Thomas, no, not that one, Robcast. It's not like it's a very long name or anything. Yeah. It's also like, works way better as a call and response than it does as one person saying it. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. It's about the TV producer and director, Rob Thomas, not the Matchbox 20 guy. Yeah. yeah. Specifically his shows, though, right? Like Yes. You, I, haven't, I haven't heard you guys do a deep dive on his fucking personal life. Yet. Yet. Oh. Yet. Our goal is to get both of them You heard it here first, together. folks. That would be amazing. <laughs> you heard it here first. All right. Anything else from anyone else? Nope. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. Thank you for joining us and go read comics. I forgot to do my bedroom voice. Oh no. Oh no.